to the Cast Ascendancy Podcast. They lift heavy, they laugh all day, and they live in Mexico. Here are your hosts, Art and Amber Castillo, live from their studio in Rosarito Beach. They're trainers, parents, travelers, and have lived everywhere from Kentucky to Honduras. A lover, a fighter that love to talk from current events, fitness, and lifting to relationships and everything in between. So if you're ready to know what you don't know and brave enough to hear what you don't want to hear. For your own safety, please remain seated with your seatbelt fastened at all times. And please hold on to hats and glasses. Thank you. This is the Cast Ascendancy Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. We're your hosts, Art and Amber Castillo. We lift heavy, we laugh all day, and we live in Mexico. Today, we're going to be talking about what's going on in the motherfucking United States. <laughs> Some current events. Some current events. Uh, so we got a special caller in today, a buddy of mine that, um, I mean, realistically, I just connected with the guy, but I've been seeing his post forever. I've been... Observing and paying attention, man, and uh, got he's, some interesting opinions. And yeah, his views are. I mean, I want to hear him. Uh, he is black. Dolphin, how you doing, my man? <laughs> What's going on, man? Uh, just uh, here, man. Just eager to get this uh, on, a, on a, you know, the ball rolling. Uh, Thanks for calling. Definitely, yeah. yeah um, uh, uh, thank you for having me on here. Yeah, funny thing, real quick, is he goes, uh, "I'm not famous or anything." I was like, "Well, I mean, neither are, neither am I." But I mean, we want you on the show, which I <laughs> <laughs> we're all kind of a big deal. Um, okay, so. You are. <laughs> so, <laughs> Dolphin, we wanted to ask you, first, can you just maybe give us, like, just a little intro, what your name, your age, where you grew up, just a little bit about yourself. Yeah, my name is Dolphin Williams. Uh, I grew up in St. Louis, Missouri, so I'm no, I'm no uh, stranger to being in the ghetto and everything. In the hood, <laughs> Yeah, crack house right next to, you know, <laughs> right next to the house, everything. Uh, I'm 42, got a wife and two kids, I, I ended up, uh, you know, getting into some trouble when I was a little bit and decided to uh, go straight. was working three jobs at the time uh, and uh, going to school full-time before I decided to join the military. And I just recently got out of the military last year because uh, oh, nice. I had some medical complications for uh, when I was in combat. Okay, okay. So that's how actually long, that's how cool. How long were you in? I was in 12 years. Wow, okay. So veteran, uh-huh. veteran, man. Hey, definitely. We I, appreciate your service. I don't say that because I'm not American. Oh, but, man. yeah, we, we definitely appreciate your service. I'm kidding, bro. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's cool. I did. I didn't know that. So, um, I'm more eager than anything else to hear your views on the current state of America, man. I mean, the pandemic, the protest, the BLM, all that kind of stuff. I mean, just uh, you don't have to go on crazy death, but just wh- what are your views? Yeah, a little rundown. Man, this shit is crazy. So, <laughs> uh, coming up, I was a you know, as, as a black man, you know, you're automatically, Repu- I mean, a Democrat. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You're automatically a Democrat. So then, when I joined the military, I started seeing some uh, inconsistencies of of how people were treated and stuff. Start seeing, opening my eyes a little bit. Uh, so I became Republican. Right, right, okay. Now with all this stuff going on, I know our president, I know Trump, you know, he, he talks a little bit too much. He's not as well-spoken as Obama. <laughs> but I think he uh, really cares about, you know, uh, America. I, I feel that in, in, in essence, Trump is what any American who wasn't like some political person that happened to get in the White House would be. That's just how I see it. Yeah, like a traditional exactly. American heart. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I, what, what I think is a lot, a lot of people got fed up with the, the same old political stuff uh, every time, uh, you know, the same old career politicians, and, and they keep on promising stuff and never gave it to us, and I think that's uh, what uh, he surprised everybody. Okay, yeah, I mean, right. 
people people don't know this about me. I mean, obviously, I was raised in the States, but I am not American. I wasn't born in the States. I am not a citizen of the United States. I don't even live in the United States. But I grew up there since I was two years old, and I've been there my whole life. But uh, I've never been into politics. My wife, on the other hand, knows a little bit about politics. We're, we're very different in that aspect because I don't watch the news. I don't give a shit what's going on. Um, up until recently, uh, I didn't even know the BLM thing was going on until, I don't know, a few months ago. <laughs> well, and I grew up in a, in a military family household, so I also got a lot of that just, you know, political news and kind of knew what was going on in the United States and oh, yeah. world just because of that because of my father and stuff. But, um, so yeah, so, but what about, um, continuing on past Trump or whatever about kind of what people call the pandemic now. Right, pandemic, scandemic, <laughs> all that other stuff. Uh, how, how do you see all this stuff, man? Oh, man. So, <laughs> so from the very <laughs> beginning, back in, like, I'm not going to go through the whole thing, but, you know, like, from the very beginning, back in November, December, I guess, when the virus first came about and uh, really started hitting the United States, I guess, in February, March time frame, mm -hmm. uh, a lot of people that I knew, even including myself, were sick right before then. Uh, I believe it's kind of, uh, it's kind of funny. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of BS as far as people have to wear have to wear masks. In my opinion, some people say, "Hey, you know, you do it to help other people uh, not get sick." But uh, I think that's <laughs> infringing on people's rights, just like infringing on people's rights as far as you know, my body, my choice, or exactly. or uh, Second mm -hmm. Amendment. Right. Okay. See, and I, I agree with that. Like, my question I ask everybody who's been on the show is, if you have your mask on. Then you got your magical protection on. Don't fucking worry about what well, I got my mask on. Just wear yours, and then you're good. Yeah, if you're concerned about it, just wear yours. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then um, if these if these cloth masks are so good, then why aren't the people who are in the you know I, I know you've probably seen the pictures of people behind the the screens and everything who are actually working the virus. Why ain't they wearing that? Right, right. And then on top of that, uh, we saw a post recently where a lot of people who are in the medical field just. At first, was, we're agreeing with it. Now, they're not buying it. Now, it's like, I mean, no one even knows what the fuck is really going on or, or even what they believe in a sense, which is kind of crazy to me. <clears throat> oh, yeah. It's, it's different people. It's like, it, you hear, you talk to 10 different doctors and you get at least seven different, uh, right. you know, explanations of what's going on. At first, they said, uh, you know, don't wear the mask. And they said, go ahead and wear the mask. Then they said, wear the mask because, uh, oh, we didn't want you to wear the mask at first because we wanted the, the good mask for all the medical personnel. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, and then they're saying that the masks uh, they cause more problems from the the dyes and the toxins and the colors of whatever you know, the masks and how yeah. how dangerous it can be to um, inhale that just constantly. So mm -hmm. who knows? Cut off your oxygen constantly. Yeah, yeah I know. Crazy. I don't feel good wearing it. <laughs> yeah, she's pregnant, man. She's uh pregnant. Like I mean, what? How I, many months are you? Twenty seven months. She's like twenty seven months pregnant, man. She's been pregnant for a year, right? Yeah, but uh, I can't breathe as it is. <laughs> Yeah, so like, Congratulations. <laughs> they, they appreciate it. But when, when she's wearing it, she just, I could just tell right away, you know, she'll wear it for a little bit. I got this stupid dog. Damn dog, I hate that dog. Anyway, um, whenever she wears it, you know, like for a little while, it's okay. But then after a while, she just starts getting short of breath. And it's just, I can just tell right away, she gets more discomfort. And as far as I'm concerned, you know, I don't want her to wear it if she doesn't have to wear it. But I wanted to say something real quick. You mentioned you got sick right before, and so did we, remember? We got sick, Yeah. which is crazy, because we live in Mexico, man. We don't live in the States. And I think it's kind of crazy that you just mentioned that because we actually, I don't ever get sick. I haven't been sick in like three fucking years. And then I got sick right before this shit, which I think is weird. And she was saying like, maybe we already got it, you know? Yeah, I, like back in March, I was like, you know what? I wonder if we already had this like weird shit go on or whatever and got over it. Um, but yeah, it was kind of interesting, the timing of it. Yeah, I, I think people who are heavily into fitness and don't have any underlying uh, conditions as far as lungs and stuff has a, has a big, is a huge factor of if you're able to survive the virus. Uh, 
uh, I started working out a lot more during that time when I got sick, and I was only sick for like three days. Started, right. I was eating good and everything, so it didn't really affect me as much as most. Well, that's awesome, right. man. Um, so I wanted to ask you something, right? Uh, we talked about this earlier because uh, we were on the on the phone for a little bit, right? But uh, you mentioned that um, my wife wasn't aware of this, right? But during all these protests and all these scandals, Hillary had her little day in court. Um, I heard the Obama Gate came up. Uh, what, do, what do you know about all this stuff, man? Uh, yeah. So what's the Obama Gate? So Obama Gate is pretty much uh, before it, it, when fifteen days before, well, a little bit before that, uh, Trump came into office. Uh, Flynn was under. I guess kind of like an investigation. They were kind of checking on it. His uh, his meeting with the ambassador from Russia, right? And uh, they were they were suspecting that something was going on. But what happened is, like 15 days before Trump came in, uh, they were going to close off the investigation, saying that there's nothing going on. But then uh, Obama and a couple other people, uh, Comey, gotten together in the office in the White House and they said, "Well, you know, we're going to keep this going." And they didn't really have any basis to keep it going. Uh, pretty much, it's, it's saying that. Obama was using his powers as a president to spy on uh, uh, Donald Trump, which right. is pretty much exactly what they were going to impeach Trump for, or going against Biden. Right, right. And then Flynn was the, uh, he, he was also said that he uh, lied to the FBI or something like that, right? Yeah, so he lied to the FBI. He changed his, he changed the, his statement a couple of times or whatever. I, I, I don't know the basis of the whole thing uh, as far as why he changed his statement and everything, but... I don't know. I don't trust white people, uh, even though my wife is white. So that's that's, that's what my assumption is, you know. Uh, and then I, I think they see. We mentioned we talked about conspiracy theories and stuff. I, I think that a lot of deep stuff is going on behind the scenes that we don't know about. I, I agree 100 percent with that. Yeah, like We've I mean, been saying that since just the whole way it all it all, it all came up. Like I mean, I I had just started a job here in Mexico, and then my my buddy was like, "Hey, did you uh, are you are, did you hear about COVID?" And I'm like the fuck is COVID? And he was like, you know, <laughs> yeah. and he's like, it's been on the news for like about a month now. And I'm like, I don't watch the news, bro. And I'm looking Facebook, see if Edmund posted about it. Cause that's my news is Edmund, you know? So I'm like <laughs> scrolling and I'm like, okay, no, I don't see none of this shit. Right. But like, it's funny how all these protests happen. Right. And then, um, while all these protests happen, Hillary went to court. Right. I mean, I heard about that. The, the Obama gay stuff. So it's like, but the interesting thing is those aren't being brought up. Right. No one's even talking about this shit other than us weird friends that I have on Facebook. Everybody's either worried about yeah. COVID or some protest. Protest, right, yeah. right. Um, yeah, so... Well, Hillary hasn't even gone to court yet. That's the thing. Is that they're talking that they're going to have her come to, uh, go to court to talk about it. But nobody's really... Because... And it's deep, man. Because it's... it's the Clinton Foundation actually funds Black Lives Matter. Right, I heard about that. All <laughs> the stuff going on and all the protests going on, nobody's really... I think that's I a mean, huge it's, it's kind of factor. Like done it. Yeah, and, and like my wife says, it's a huge factor. Like Soros, all those people, yeah. they're just... I mean, that's, that's, that's old money, bro, that's getting pushed around. I mean, what they say, uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, 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 they say Hillary might be like a, a, a Rothschild or even... I mean, who knows? <laughs> but yeah. it's just all, all that stuff. Like, um, my wife isn't too... Like, we, we hear about this stuff, right? But but I think it's a little new to her in, in sense, right? You were telling me that you haven't heard too much about it, right, there. Yeah. And, um, but, yeah, like, we were just listening to, uh, I don't know if you've heard about this, right? But in Seattle, they created this thing called the Capitol Hill Autonomous <laughs> Zone. Have you heard about this shit? Yeah. It's fucking wild. So they're against police, like, having police, but yet they've created their own little militia, in a sense, their own police. Right, right. And, and they're doing what... Like, like he said, right, I was listening to Ben Shapiro, and basically he said that uh, being police now is, you're racist. If you're the police, you're racist. If you're, if you're, if you're yeah. with the police, you're racist. 
But now they have their own police doing the shit the police were doing. Like stop and frisk. Right, right stop and frisk, but it's not racist <laughs> because this shit blows my fucking mind, man. Holy shit. So the people are doing it. But, right. you know, I, I, I think, and I, I'm going to say this on record, that I think it's going to turn into a purge. Oh, well, <laughs> yeah. I'm 100% going to think it's going to be crazy. It's going to turn into a purge. Well, hey, all yeah. our friends... We got a little ass house, but we live in Mexico, and y'all got all sleep in yeah. the living room when the shit goes down, right? <laughs> we got our own wall built over here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um, so you already said the purge, right? So I mean, that is that is what you think it's it's just initially where it's headed to. It's something of that nature, more or less. If you don't have anybody policing up, look, you know, there's people who don't believe in the second uh, second amendment, so they don't have guns there. They're, they're counting on. The police to protect them. They're carrying on other organizations to protect them. Well, if that organization's out there, then who's going to protect you? Right. You've got to have something that equals out. If, if I'm a, a small, small dude, can't fight or whatever, the only thing that's going to equal me out against a dude who's bigger than me and who can fight is a weapon. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, God. It's true. I mean, you'd rather have one and not need it than be in a position where you need it and not have one. Yeah. Like a condom or, you know, a, 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 if you're going skydiving, you want a parachute. I mean, same thing, right? So, uh, just out of curiosity, uh, we did mention that, you know, not that it should be a huge factor, but you are a black man. And having said that, what is your what is your opinion and, and stance on where BLM is right now? Not where it started, today, but where yeah. it is today. <clears throat> Sorry, coughing. Oh. Uh, I, I think it's BS. My, well, you know what's crazy is that uh, my wife is white Korean. Korean oh, excuse me, man. Yeah, right. hey, choke it all up, bro. Smoke the weed. Do what you got to do, man. <laughs> hey, yeah, yeah, right. No, but um, my wife is white and Korean, so I, I and my my kids are mixed. But even beyond that, I think that it goes against a, a lot of stuff that people believe. A lot of stuff. A lot of people are talking about they like, Christian this and that, and they're not that beliefs in there that only Black Lives Matter. And I understand where they're saying that not only Black Lives Matter. I got, I got that. But when you have a seventy-year-old cop that just got killed by a riot uh, within the riots, nobody from BLM is protesting that. Right. Nobody from BLM is protesting all these other uh, black people that got killed. All these other cops. Right. So are you? Are we protesting police brutality or are we protesting racism? Which the guy on uh, Chauvin, that uh, the ex-officer that had his knee on Floyd's neck, who knows that he's racist? There's nothing that proves that that incident was racist. Uh, police brutality? Yeah. Did he murder him? Yeah. That's but what I was saying. That proves that he's racist. Right. That is what I was saying. See, I, yeah, because I feel like police brutality is, is a problem in the sense where People get in these positions of authority and, right. and they, they use it to their advantage and their own personal gain or, or reasons. And it's not necessarily have, it doesn't necessarily have anything to do with a race. I mean, even sense. if, maybe some do, you know, I'm sure some yeah. do, some don't, whatever. But it's like police brutality to me doesn't always equal. Now, I'm going to say something I never said out loud in my life because, you know, I'm racist. I'm going to go ahead and say <laughs> that out there, right? I'm a, oh my, my wife always throws it in my face. But, I mean, before I get to that, it's like she's always saying how it sucks for her that she can't have an opinion because if she says something about anything, right, she's racist because a black person will say, well, you've never lived in my shoes. But yet, in the sense, I see black people talk about white people, but that's not racist. But then they've never lived in their shoes either. So it's like it's a, it's a, it's a super slope. It's, it, well, it's just kind of like it's hard for some. For, okay. 
I'm not racist <laughs> at all. But yet, if I have an opinion, a negative opinion, per se, on the Black Lives Matter movement or anything to do with that, I'm automatically considered racist, even though I'm not. So it's kind of like my opinion doesn't exactly. even matter. Right. And then like Exactly. And I believe it's part of the media, and it's, I believe it's part of the engine to... Uh, look, the, the definition of, of racism, although I don't think it should have changed, it's changed recently. Mm-hmm. And, well, and since Obama was in office, not everybody is racist just because... They say something. Uh, I, I said in one of my posts on Facebook, uh, I talked to a lady who didn't know that porch monkey was uh, a racial slur. And once <laughs> hey, I that's just ignorance. It, you know, everything was cool, you know. Yeah, that, that's just her ignorance. I mean, she just wasn't informed. So I, I, I've always said, right, ignorance can be cured, stupidity, not always, right? And it's not somebody's fault if they're not aware of, of, of the shit that they're saying. But just because they say something, if I say something racist, what I said is racist doesn't mean I'm racist, even though I am racist, if that makes sense, right? Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it, even even if I say something to somebody, it might seem racist to another person when it's not racist to the person I was directing it to. And we're just going to keep on going down the till. It's going to... Right. Because we live in such right. a offensive generation, offensive mm-hmm. time, where everybody's offended about everything. Everything. It's... it's we have a... Go ahead. Well, they're pussies. Yeah, exactly. See, <laughs> exactly. It's, we were just saying the other day, right, I, I, we had a show a few episodes ago where we were talking about how the world has gotten so soft, right? I used to have memes yeah. that I would post. Uh, I, had a, I had a meme where it said something like, um, what was it? It was, uh, uh, I, I'm not, I'm not, uh, I don't like crime because crime, I don't like racism because racism is a crime. Crime is for black people, right? I post this meme. <laughs> He's stupid. And then I, I tagged like 10 of my black friends. They all laughed, thought it was hilarious, called me a fucking idiot, so on and so forth, right? If I post that today, I'm pretty sure half of those same guys would be like, oh, you're fucking racist, man. Fuck you, you dumb white feisty. You did dip it and derp a derp. And it's just like... We can't even joke. Like, yeah, I can't even joke anymore about the shit that I joke because all of a sudden, oh, you're fucking racist. And it's like, these are people who know me, but it's like, it, it, it just, it's crazy how something so so vast, you know, is affected by, by, by people. Just like, if, if, if I did the same thing I did like four or five months ago right now, I would lose... Yeah. Half of the 200 fucking followers that I barely even have because well, people. Well, well, look at all the movies back in the day. Right. right. It's just oh man, it blows my mind, man. What, what was that movie with uh, Clint with with uh, uh what's it called, man? The, the one with the with the four where, where, where the the little Asian kids are like fucking what the fuck is it called, man? Torino, the like Queen? the Grand Torino. Oh, Grand Torino. Yeah, that's yeah. that's some racist ass shit, but it's a great fucking movie. Today, motherfuckers would be like, yeah, fuck yeah. that movie, I'm not watching that shit, Clint, he's with a dickhead, you know what I mean? It's just, it's fucking insane to me, but I mean... American History X. That's yeah. A, it's a good movie. It's, it's a, a great fucking movie. Uh, Spike Lee talks about Clint Eastwood being racist all the time, not having black people, but at the same time, uh, Spike Lee doesn't have any white people in his movie. Right. You know, right. It's, it's a double standard. Yeah, it, it, I mean, it's unfortunate, because you just can't even... We all, we all have these, like, protesters and saying, I have freedom of speech, I can say this, I can say that, I can do this, but then... Really, when it comes down to it, if you're the person that's disagreeing with them, you're the one that's like just horrible. So you're wrong. Right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like uh, that's why. I mean, me. I, I've never been a super active person on, on social media. I do post a lot of stuff here and there, but my wife was like, "Baby, how come you don't post anything anymore?" I was like, "Cause I can't. Because <laughs> if I post the shit that I post, I'm gonna get fucking banned instantly." I've had more 30 day bans than anybody on fucking Facebook. Bro. I've lost six fucking accounts like that have been fully fucking banned. <laughs> Because of the shit that I do. Oh, man. And, like, I don't even give a shit, but it's like, Facebook is always like, oh, we want you to express yourself, but 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 don't express yourself too much, and it's only if we approve. 
what the fuck is that? Yeah, like exactly. you need to um, you need to accept and support um, transgenders and Black Lives Matter and all this stuff. Um, and if not, right, like, right, like fuck you. For example, right, everything that I log into Amazon, eBay, Pinterest, every fucking thing I log into, the first thing I see is support the BLM. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, uh-huh. why? What, what? What? Don't tell me what to do. You know, Amazon, go fuck yourself. But it's like, <laughs> I just don't get where. Everyone feels so bad about certain things that their their answer is always like, oh, well, even if we don't agree, it's the politically correct thing to do. And I just don't agree with that shit. Yep. Yeah. Everybody, uh, we need to celebrate our differences. Like, some, 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 some stereotypes are cool. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. all, black people eat, all black people like chicken. If you don't like chicken, you got a fucking problem <laughs> is how I look at it. But I mean, hey. The, the Asians yeah. are smart. My wife likes watermelon, too. You know what I'm saying? But... <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's not that big of a deal you know those are jokes I got it when you get you know certain people that want to dig in a little bit more okay all you gotta do is talk to that person like hey chill out on that right <laughs> you know it's like uh, my wife is always telling me somebody, you know? right my, my wife's always telling me how come you don't tell people that you're part black and <laughs> I've always said like you know my joke is like you know I don't like black people which is fucking retarded because my grandmother's black you know so on and so over my dad's half black you know I got cousins that are black yeah. but it's just it's one of those things where, like, I don't like to say that kind of shit because then it defines you and it makes you something to where, like, people start yeah. basing that. Like, oh, well, it's okay if you say that because now I know that you're part black. No, I'd rather them hate me and then later find out, oh, fuck, he's not racist yeah. because he is part black. Yeah. Like, that shit makes me laugh. But, I mean, I don't know. The world's gotten to some place, man, where I just don't give a fuck about anything anymore. And I'm going to say what I got to say. And if people don't like it, hey, I live in Mexico. Come visit me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Yeah. But I get, I get it all the time. I get it from my own people too, man. Because I, you know, oh, you're so well spoken. Oh, I bet. Uh, you talk white. Well, why is talking uh, white? Why intelligently? Why is that talking white? Right. I even said my wife. I told my wife that shit. Oh, black. I'm the same. I'm, I'm a. I'm a. I'm a fucking racist motherfucker. I said, baby, if if this is funny to me because this is what someone would consider white. I said that that's what you sound like to a. An average person, that's what they would, that's, I, I feel that's what someone would say. Right. Which is funny that you just said that because I said the same fucking thing, bro. It's hilarious. <laughs> but yeah, but it's like, why does, yeah. that, why does that have to be right just because you're talking just, you know. That's how you with, speak. I mean, fuck. Person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, they're um, not acting like the other person. They, they, they want clones, pretty much, of the same. They want all black people to act like. They want all white people to act like. They want change, but they don't. Yeah. It's like, to exactly. me, it's segregation all over again, bro. BLM is segregating themselves mm-hmm. like. The other day, I heard somebody say, the arrest of white officer, like, why the fuck would they even have to say, why not just say officer, whatever his name is, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, it doesn't matter. It's, right, right, it's just crazy, man. Um, so, I, bet, I bet you um, you and your wife deal with, like, some kind of issues as far as that goes, because you said that you're black and then she's white and Korean. Yes, uh-huh. But you know what? <laughs> That's a <Don't>. good mix. <laughs> Yeah, it, it is. Yeah, that's why I married her. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's cool. Because... No, but we really don't. And I, I, I don't know if it's because, and we've said it a couple of times. Matter of fact, I brought it up today. I don't know if it's because of my size. Because I've, I've always been a pretty big dude, and nobody really wanted to mess with me. So I don't know if it's my size or what, but nobody's really, you know, said anything about, oh, you guys are black and white. My, my, my mom and my sister were my biggest you know, enemies as far as that goes. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. It's crazy how that shit works out, man. Like, uh, yeah. with me, my dad was like this, man. My, my, my grandmother, my, my, my dad's half black. Uh, he would always tell me before he passed away, he would always say, you know what, son? Uh, stop being like your other cousin. Stop being an idiot and dating these fucking Hispanic girls that don't got fucking papers. Get yourself a white girl. <laughs> Daddy, rest in peace. I got myself a white girl. I hope you're happy. She's right here next <laughs> to me. But it's like, 
And I would ask him, why does he say that? And he would just say, he would say jokingly, but he just meant an American. Not necessarily a white, didn't matter what race he was, but he just meant an American. And, and his, you know, he's, he's Honduran, which he's Hispanic, right? But like, his whole, his whole thing was, you know, if you're going to be here in this country, he always taught me like, remember where you're from, but respect where you are and be American because this is where you fucking live. So marry an American. Don't marry some fucking other girl who has no papers, can't speak the fucking language. Like, that's how you taught us. Was it wrong? I don't know. So I turned out okay, but... Encouraging change. And right, right. It's, it's okay to change. Just remember where you're from, who you are, but just embrace that. This is where you are now, and, and this is part of, you know, your, your life from now on. So, but speaking of, of change, there's been a change in NASCAR. <laughs> yes! Have you heard about this shit? <laughs> Yes. They got oh, a B. I can't remember his last name, but I remember Bubba really stood out to me. All I got to say is when I saw the picture of the guy, you don't really look like a black guy. He looked like a maybe mixed. But the whole thing is they said a full-time black driver. So yeah, are there part-time black drivers? I'm confused at the, at the <laughs> statement there. So, yeah, if you heard about it, what, what do you think about that? Uh, you know, a while back, you know, I, I'm – when I talk about stuff, I, I like to go back and talk about other stuff to relate to it. Right. Uh, a while back, was it a year or two ago, there was a uh, NFL, there was a running back who came out and he was gay. And it was the biggest thing. It was like, oh, yeah, I'm gay and all this other stuff. But then, after everything was said and done, it kind of ruined his career. He was like, man, I wish I never told anybody I was gay because that's the only thing everybody focused on. Right, now, right. with this guy, that's the main thing. Instead of just being a NASCAR driver, he's a black NASCAR driver. Right. Just like you were talking about before, why don't you tell anybody that you're black? Well, look at the reason. Yep. I'm telling you, a year down the line, he's going to be like, dang, like, <laughs> why can't I just be a NASCAR driver? Right, because exactly. Because you're labeling yourself and you're trying to promote something that really, ironically, is like against what you're trying to, to be about. You right. Know? Yes. So, because yes. BLM that a is... black man is in NASCAR... Great. Right. Just let it be like that. Exactly. It's like one time I was in Wyoming, man, right? And I'm sitting there and uh, uh, I'm laughing with my buddy saying how, like, man, I want to meet a black cowboy. Sure as fucking shit. And the McDonald's black guy comes in. He goes, hey, brother, how you doing, man? I said, what the fuck is going on? I got fucking, I got, I got creeped out and shit. I'm like, are you really a cowboy? And he started laughing. He goes, that's some racist ass shit. But he thought it was hilarious and he left, right? I, I've never seen a fucking black cowboy. I thought it was fucking amazing. You know what I'm saying? And then, then. It got to the point to where, I mean, other than my dad, he wore the belt buckle and the fucking boots and shit, but I mean, shit like that is just like where you should just be who you are no matter what. And, it, and I think it takes balls to just like, like, like the black guy to be a fucking cowboy or a black guy who likes fucking country music. Like, if that's what you like, that's what you like. Just because you're black don't I mean you gotta listen to rap and fucking hip hop and shit, you know what I mean? Well, yeah, and then why we don't have to broadcast that, you right, know? Right, right. Like, why do you have to say like... Like you said, you know, black, like the BLM NASCAR. It's like, why can't he just drive his car instead of labeling being a full-time black driver? Right, right. See, that's why when you first got on, right, the first thing I said is he's black. And I did that on purpose because if, let's say, for example, we wouldn't have said anything about you being black and we would have just left it alone, people would have been like, fuck that motherfucker. He's fucking racist. Yeah, he's fucking racist, fool. We don't like that fool. And that all kind of shit. It just would have been, you know what I mean? But we do the shit that we don't like to do to prove a point. Right. Yeah. Man, it's crazy. Well, um, any other last thoughts that you want to put out there, man, before we go ahead and, you know, put this here to an end? Um, um, unless, I mean, anything that you want to add to this? Or also, real quick, what's your favorite football team? It better not be the Dolphins, man. Oh, yeah. No, Kansas City Chiefs, man. Okay, okay, okay. I've been a Kansas City Chiefs since 1994, man. I'll give you that one, man. I've been a damn Giants fan. 
fucking forever, man. It was stupid fucking giants. But anyways, uh. <laughs> yeah. So, but anything else that you know, if we cut you off or, or something you didn't get to to say, anything else like final thoughts? Man, you know, I I was thinking about it before I even got on, and I was thinking about a whole bunch of stuff. But you know, when you're on the spot, it's hard to <laughs> it's hard to really follow through. Oh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I just want to say that I think the main thing that people need to do is whether you know we agree, we can agree to disagree, and we can still be cool. Right, you know, and I agree. Just, I think. We just need to educate ourselves on both sides, Democrat, Republican, black, white, whatever, human beings. We just need to educate ourselves and uh, instead of just going to social media and saying, oh, you know, take it for what it's worth. Let's do some research on it, too. Right. Research. And like you said, like um, we were talking about the pandemic and all that kind of stuff. It's like maybe maybe we should all look into things a little bit more and, and try to understand really what's going on, because really, at the end of the day, it's kind of kind of seems like the government is putting people against people and all of these things are happening to blind us from really what's going on. See, mm-hmm. that's like, how you take over a, uh, a country. Right, exactly, man. It's <laughs> funny, like, like Chaz, like the news, Capitol Hill. <laughs> that shit's crazy. But I was saying something where like, I think that the whole pandemic, it's funny because who suffers, right? All these small businesses suffer, right? What are they going to need when yeah. this thing's all over? They're going to need loans. Who's going to give them the loans? Yep. The American government. Who's going to be the hero? The American government. It's like almost a, despite everything else, man, in the end, they still come out on top because they're the ones who are going to help all the little businesses come back up. Oh, you know, when I was doing bad, the government stepped in to help me out. And it's like, they just fucking step all over people and then they still come out on top, bro. But uh, as far as research goes, I don't research shit. If I thought about it, it must be true and that's how I do things. <laughs> Yeah. It's your show. You can do what the hell you want. <laughs> I like this guy. I'm gonna have you on here again, bro. I don't want to talk about other yeah. weird shit, no, but, uh, but we yeah, we really appreciate oh, though um, your perspective and you know coming from somebody who's been in the military for 12 years, where you grew up, you have a lot of uh, respectable, like admirable um, traits and and stuff. Qualities, yeah, yeah. And Thank you. I appreciate it. Past experiences and stuff. So we really appreciate you coming on and sharing that. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, Any time you want me on, I'm here. Hey, man, we really appreciate that, bro. I guarantee you it's going to happen again, man. Thank you for being out here, bro. And, uh, yeah, go ahead and tell everybody, listen to this shit. And maybe they'll learn something or maybe they won't. Who cares, right? (laughs) Hey, I'm putting it on on right now. You got 201 uh, viewers now. That's what's up. Hey, I appreciate it, my man. Okay, bro. All right, well, you take care of yourself. We'll talk to you later, man. All right, thanks. So... That was that was awesome. I like that a lot. Dude yeah. came out, you know, I mean, we talked about some shit that uh I really like that show. That's um it's funny because I like our shows, but we've had some some guest stars on this and, and I think that they've brought a lot of different just just a different light to 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 the subject. It's it's always just my perspective, my wife's perspective and like it's to the point to where like, you know, we are the way we are and we do a lot of dumb shit and you know, you're obviously obviously a lot smarter than I am. I can't believe I just said that out loud. Yeah, yeah. But it's good to have someone on there from a whole different walk of life, you know, that can just give us their, their, their perspective and, you know. And somebody who, who is just like, they have the qualities and experience, life experience and whatnot that they have, and they, they have something to offer. Right, right. It's, not, the just, conversation. it's, it's not just me talking shit. It's not just some, um, you know, stay-at-home mom on Facebook, you know. You Facebook. are <laughs> such a sexist woman. Oh, my God. I can't believe you just said okay, that. Okay, I'm not, I mean, I've been there, too. I'm just saying, you know, we know the. the Motherfucker, you a stay-at-home mom now. What the hell? I'm talking about the <laughs> typical Karens. Oh, okay. I don't like Karens, and we like the Beckys. Okay. Anyways, Anyways um, we have people with some, you know, good perspectives and just different um, alternatives to arguments, you know? Right, right. And it's been really cool. And uh, hopefully, 
Uh, also, just you know, just so you know, in the works, um, I just we just ordered a professional microphone, people. Okay, so awesome. we're gonna be restructuring the show a little bit in the sense where we're gonna just be trying to make it not necessarily planned because we don't do planned, but just like today's episode, it was a little. I I think this was how people would want to listen to the show. We will be doing it from our studio live. From fucking Rosarito, Rosarito. Beach, your mama <laughs> a hoe. Bye. I don't know if you've heard, but Anchor.fm is the app. If you want to start a podcast. That's where you got to go. It's free. They give you uh, tools that lets you upload, edit your content straight from your phone or from your laptop. They also give you a sponsorship with no minimal or minimum listenership at all. Nothing required. You can start making money today, right now, with Anchor.fm. Uh, so hurry up, run, and download the Anchor app or go to Anchor.fm to get started ASAP.